welcome to the straightest podcast ever. The <laughs> straightest. Straight to a point. To a point. Podcast. It's been a while. It's been a long, I long I time. We always say that. Every time that we make an episode, it's like our intro is, it's been a while. <laughs> because we used to do it weekly you know I actually had like a bunch of um, students uh, a study like they had like a little a thesis group and they they actually got me because part of it was like they knew about the podcast too yeah and Darna yes it was because of Darna and I talked about the queer painting in Darna okay. so good luck to those kids we are back because we will talk about Rookie yeah we finally saw it thank you to Amazon Prime Mm-hmm. So definitely check it out. In my opinion, at least for Philippine media, you, you all should really subscribe to Amazon Prime. I mean, yeah. from what I'm seeing is they're actually giving it like a lot of our movies and TV shows, like a global scale type of push. Um, not necessarily for this, for Rookie, but it's a start. I, I've seen it for their other shows and how they actually promote Filipino shows. As opposed to yeah. Netflix, that they really just show it for Netflix Philippines. So it just, you know, it just shows that Amazon Prime has like a little push for for our media. So that's why we got to watch Rookie. Um, yes. You know, through the watch party option. Yeah. What else? Because we haven't it's been a while, talked. Right. <laughs> so what else are we going to talk about? There's actually a lot going on. Um, also, you know, to, to kind of talk about rookie and what we saw and what we should be seeing in the media and in terms of like that's what we want in terms of like representation but let's also compare it to what's going on currently in the mainstream Mm -hmm. um there's been three projects that has featured you know some sapphic um storylines um spoiler alert if you haven't seen some of these shows and movies that we're going to talk about later Maybe just like, you know, you drop off after we talk about Rookie. Um, yeah. But, um, you know, there's been some sapphic storylines, starting with Dirty Linen, um, which mm-hmm. is a mainstream show in the Capamilia channel. Um, we also have Jimmy Seven's Royal Blood, again, had a sapphic storyline. And also Star Cinema's A Very Good Girl, starring Catherine Bernardo. Mm-hmm. And that's like, you know, our it girl, right? It's, she's the Philippines Your it girl. girl. <laughs> <laughs> she's, <laughs> I really like Catherine, but like, I, I you know, nothing like how I see Michelle Deere or anything like that. It's more like, oh, I, I really like her. Yeah, I ad- no, no, no. I really admire her acting skills. I think she's, she she has like a great choice of like her roster, her, her filmography. I really like her. I really, really mm. like her. Um, you know, Amber. So, it's it's a big deal when someone's movie of someone that caliber, someone in the mainstream, popular like that, had a sapphic storyline. And how did it all go? So mm-hmm. we'll we'll talk about that too. Yes. Okay. So, so it's going to be our... a big episode. Yeah. As usual. Yes. <laughs> so, as usual. Sit back. We I try. We try to. I don't make it short, but So sit back and relax. I know some of you either listen to us while you're on the gym or you're driving or like while you're having coffee um mm-hmm. so yes just 
listen to us rant and we'd like to rant with you too so if you have any comments or if you want to join us in one of these discussions we're open to it mm-hmm. so yes yeah. let's begin yeah, <laughs> so let's our uh, main topic rookie the foam so like i said this is directed by samantha lee known for her other works like sleep with me and bakabukas so we also did sleep with me right we also reviewed that and we had two mm-hmm. episodes on that and for the cast this is starring of course aya fernandez and pat ting hui is that how you pronounce her name I'm not, I'm not sure. 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 i am and this is written by Nats Hadaune and Sam Lee. And this was actually an official entry to the Cinemalaya Film Festival back in August 2023. And just recently, like we've said, this has been streaming on uh, Amazon Prime PH. So what was this movie about? Amber? So, <laughs> well, I guess if we give it like a go on, like a nutshell, right? This is a story of Ace Asunchon, who is um, a new transfer to an all-girls Catholic school. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ace is your typical new kid, very awkward, you know, doesn't really know where her place is um, in high school life. Um, we are supposed to believe that she's very, very tall. And because of her height, she was pushed to play volleyball by her coach. Uh, no training. No training. You know, just pushed there into like the main team to... that usually happens uh, because i was gonna say it actually happens i know there's a lot of like complaints but i'll tell i'll tell a bit of my personal story like there's things about ace that i really relate to mm-hmm. so you know we'll, we'll, we'll talk a bit more about that as we review um yeah so she's pushed as um a volvo player in the school team in the um angels team and there she meets the team captain, Jana, played by Aya Fernandez, who, you know, at first, like, kind of gives her a very, very hard time. Um, you know, it's your, she's your typical, very competitive um, team captain that, um, you know, is really the object of Ace's, like, um, challenges in, in the volleyball team, but also the object of her affection at mm-hmm. the same time. It really gives us like a very nostalgic kind of take into mm-hmm. high school life. It's also about volleyball culture in the Philippines because volleyball, volleyball is very, very big there. Yes. And also, also like, yeah, we saw some volleyball stars. Yes, correct. And But ultimately, this is a love story coming of age film. That's mm-hmm. how I see it. Yeah. So, I think so that's, that's the overall that's, theme. Yeah. That's Rookie in a Nutshell. It's a coming-of-age film mm-hmm. and a love story at the same time. Kasi parang may sarili lang mga hugot, no? Especially Jana. Uh, maybe this also was the reason why she was like that towards Ace. Because mm-hmm. she was borderline bully. She is a bully. <laughs> she was a Quit bully. Quit ka na! Quit ka na! Quit! I don't know what it is. What like, it is I, at first, I didn't understand why she was like that. 
parang I know that um they kind of showed her as a little bit frustrated, right? And uh mm-hmm. rin about her father being talagang pinupush siya. She's a little bit frustrated about the situation and the fact that they haven't even, you know, they're not a competitive team. They're a flop team. <laughs> they're, like, they're a flop team. Like, Jana's, like, acting like she's, like, MVP yeah. and all yes. of that. Like, she's, and then, she's, like, shit. But really, it's a flop team. Yeah. Um, the, so the Angels. She's, she's, like, it's not an ideal situation for her. And now comes Ace. Nah. <laughs> no talent at all. Just someone tall. Just um, shoved into, like, the main team. Yeah. And then she's, like really a bully to her in the beginning yeah but they're a flop team but so they could use all the help that they can get right so i was thinking maybe she should have just you know helped her uh, uh trained her you know i actually thought the Jana character was so realistic it reminds me of a lot of like our team captains mm. in in my schools there in the philippines volleyball team captains super competitive <laughs> Yeah, from what I remember, and even, and again, I'll, I'll bring this up a bit, but I've experienced an ace type of experience, but it wasn't in volleyball. It was as a majorette. Mm-hmm. They simply got me because they're like, I'm a putisha. <laughs> Don't you, all the other majorettes were like fucking experts. Like they were all doing like these yeah, yeah. tricks. And then there was me. You are. <laughs> who was awkward, like kind of boyish, and just didn't know anything about you know, being a major or even looking like a major, you're supposed to wear makeup at, at that mm-hmm. point at 11 years old. And like um, the main major, the captain was giving me a hard time too, but it was because she really cared about what we'd look like and everything. Mm-hmm. And to be honest, we weren't even like the popular school for like a major when we had like the games and everything. Mm-hmm. But like Ace, I also learned. So that part about getting a, just a super newbie, that knows nothing, but may have like a physical attribute that you thought will be a, a fit to like whatever, yeah. you know, the sport or like the team event is. It, it's very realistic, I think, in Philippine high schools. Oh, maganda yan, matangkad yan. Sige, ano yan, pwede yan, pwede yan. Matangkad siya, long yung legs niya, pwede yan sa volleyball. Like, I think if you put this in, you know, a foreigner's point of view, they're going to be like, what the hell? Why, why are they even putting in their starting team? But this yeah. is very realistic in Filipino standards. So there are some nuances here that I think we need to understand if yeah. you're a foreigner. Um, because I, I think that's the very first thing they'll all ask. But it's very common. And it's also very common for a captain, I think, to 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 be like that. Because there's a sense of ownership to the team. And she probably feels like everybody got in here because of their merit. Mm-hmm. And then you came in just because you have long legs. Yeah. You know, so I kind of get Jenna and we're supposed to also see her daddy issues, right? Her her father put a lot of pressure, pressure. on her. Yeah, because Parang, you know, kanya, to live, there's a lot riding on her. Volleyball. Yeah, Parang, she's supposed to be like a replica of her mother who's a champion volleyball player, right? So parang yun yung pinupush ng dad. And I think her mother was the one that was displayed in like the class you know, parang photos na nanalo, last time na nanalo. So talagang, yun talaga yung pinupush ng dad, which is she's supposed to live up to her mother's memory. She's like the replica of her mother. Mm-mm. So she's like a pressured kid. Yeah. Actually, just a little bit off topic, 
Eli, who's one of the people with our with us in the watch party, said that I have like a humiliation kink because she said like throughout this year, my favorite characters are like Regina, Vanguardia, Daddy Issues, <laughs> Mean, Beatrice like Reales. Yeah, Beatrice Reales, Daddy Issues again. Yeah, I they're, know. They're mean. And then Jana, Daddy Issues, <laughs> and and she's like, Amber, my humiliation kink. <laughs> Yeah. Uh-oh. Usap tayo. Kasi, <laughs> usap tayo. Parang yung halangan ato. <laughs> Shrink. Never like, uh, you know, so I, 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 she was a bully. She is a bully. Not kind of a bully, but she is. Like, she she was so mean to Ace. Especially with her going like, what? quick. <laughs> I don't know why that line's so memorable for me. Because it's really good. Like, sabi ko, um, do I like her as the love interest? Because she's, Look at me! I like her again. Shows the I know very healthy young self esteem. Ako, wag na yan. Like, you're like wag na yan, right? Me, Uh-oh. I'm like, I'm a flagpole. Let Uh-oh. me take the red flag. I'm like, ah, okay, sold. Pero ano naman eh? That was fast lang naman because. Yeah, and we kind of got over it. They developed a they, friendship they, they, and got over night, it quickly. They kind of like went to this camp, volleyball camp. One night they talked. Where they bonded. They bonded over a beer. And beer, after that, was, they were like so close. My Ferrero. They're like each other. My Ferrero. And again, that's another thing. I forgot that that's like the main thing of Mamandaligo in the Philippines, right? Because it's very oh, expensive. But it's cheap on Ferrero. So I thought, why Ferrero? And then I had to like recall like my elementary school days that Mamandaligo was giving. So just FYI. I, I haven't, like, I didn't Did go to school in the Philippines. Why was it a child? Because I'm 12 years old. I'm not in the Philippines. So, no. But may nagbigay na sa akin flowers, ganun. Very, ano yung mga, ano kasi diba, very best foot forward yung mga maliligaw. Yeah. Um, pero no Ferreros. <laughs> Hindi rin nag-volleyball camp. Hindi yung standard eh. Oh, yun ay standard. Um, pero ano to, um, it's supposed to be in 2010, right? So kaya parang wala masyadong technology pa, hindi pa nag-text-text masyado yung mga tao. Yeah, and I think, so, were they in the province? Like the setting? Yes, they're supposed to be in the province. That's why Jana's goal is to get a scholarship oh, yeah, right. in volleyball. Um, wanted to be recruited you know, by university. Yeah, she wants to be recruited so she can go to, Man- to a Manila yes, University. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So the enemies to lovers trope enemies was to pretty fast. Like, you know, it, it ran for like she wasn't really. <laughs> yeah, she wasn't really a big asshole or anything like that. She just yeah. gave her a hard time just in sports. Mm-hmm. And she admitted why she gave her a hard time because she just thought it was just so easy for her, mm-hmm. you know. So, um, and then they developed like a relationship quickly. Yeah, very like, a lot of Sam Lee movies. <laughs> it's always that quick. Anthony's <laughs> world, maybe their experience. <laughs> so you said maybe it's experience ni Derek Sam. Siguro. Saan kasi intertagal? Ganon. Ayo hindi. Ato hindi. Parang pili ko kung binigyan ko ng Ferrero. Mga sabihin ng, tara, share tayo. Tapos pag-usapan niya, crush niya. Pero like, um, yeah, yeah, it was a pretty fast, like, 
yeah. development, right? Got to the love story, and you then gets to be a sports because film. They also had to touch on well, the, yes. the film itself. So many things. Very light, no? It's, it's mm-hmm. a love story, coming of age, but they also touched on quite heavy topics. Topics, yeah. And they did. Um, number one, I think, would be um, in terms of how they represent. The religious people in the in the movie, you know, the religious people here are not well represented. You know, not one. They're holier thou and very passive. Yeah, they're backwards thinking. Yeah, holier than thou, passive, backwards thinking. Uh-oh. So, like, I feel like the themes here, when it comes to like you know the religious, you know, power figures in in mm-hmm. in the story, it's like they would put much more focus on like say a dress code issue for prom. Rather than say a sexual abuse issue that should be brought up to the cops. Yes. But just because of the reputation of the school, they'd rather just put a band-aid on it. Yeah. So just things like that, which I think is very realistic in a lot of like mm-hmm. you know, our our society, like the Philippine society, the schools there, especially uh very big Catholic schools, you know, that it, you know, can sweep things under the rug. Um, because these are issues that can really taint their name. So yeah. it's it, and you brought up a good point here, which is the film really tackled quite a bit. Mm-hmm. That's why relationship was pretty fast because there are things that you know they really brought up, and I thought they really brought it home. And there are some that I think they 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 tackled, but it was almost like um a struggle to watch. But that's just me being nitpicky. Yeah. The part about like the religious power figures, I thought was well done. It's very realistic. Um, it's relatable. We've definitely dealt with people like that. Yeah. <laughs> would say know, for things- me, luckily I've never dealt with something like that. Yeah. I've been in an exclusive school, also in college, but uh, luckily, you know, I've never had any experience. I've never heard anything um yeah. like that. You know, that happened. But it's not saying that it doesn't happen. Um, I've heard stuff from my school before. I actually have never experienced it myself, but I've heard stuff from my school before, very similar to what some of the themes of the movie had. Mm-hmm. But also the one that I really remember is like this kid, she always like kind of dressed like an ace. That was her preference. That's just really how she dressed up. Her parents allowed her to. Even when we were wearing our uniforms, when she's wearing a skirt, it's a lot lower, almost up like pants. You know, her her top was a lot looser, kind of like a boy's top. Mm-hmm. But during prom, they had to give her a separate memo telling her that she needs to wear a dress. Mm-hmm. And she did. But you knew that she wasn't comfortable with it. So just yeah. things like that, I think it's common. Mm-hmm. Just that. So... Yeah, so that's one topic, which is like these religious power figures and their hypocrisy. Mm-hmm. Um, another big one, a very, very big one, is the sexual abuse in mm-hmm. Bible culture. So we have um, Mikoy. Who's, yes. who's the actor? Mikoy Morales. Morales. Yes. Yeah. Um, playing like sort of like their Coach Kel. Yeah, assistant coach, the physical therapist, who actually victimizes a lot of all of these volleyball players, right? Mm-hmm. That's the twist yeah, almost of all of them. The, 
later on we, we found out yeah and i i heard from people um in the volleyball community outside of the volleyball community that this is actually the culture like this is very very common mm-hmm. like this is something that's very prevalent in their world yeah i thought learning that that the way the film brought up this very sensitive issue um it was done well i thought it focused more on the survivor's impact like the survivor's experience rather than it being gratuitous in nature or just you know showing like really triggering scenes it wasn't like that it felt like it was more like the survivor's point of view um and pat you know is is a new actress she is this is she's very new she's a literal rookie in the film industry and the way she portrayed that part of the arc that storyline she did it very well the thing about pat is she's very relatable she's great it's like this awkward adorable trying to learn the ropes um character but also when this the film calls it to be emotionally turbulent for her to like bring up like um bring out like you know all this angst she also pulled it off too in such a natural way he knew part acting acting but like it all just felt very natural no wonder she won best actress in yeah. cinema laya and so did mikoy but for a different film mm-hmm. so congratulations to your family friend congratulations. <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah and he Good really job, played man. a good a good manya kasi inis na isaw sa niya. So siya sampalin. And Pat, congratulations. <laughs> it was her so mad. Her first movie and her first win. <laughs> yeah, I was so livid like this entire time when they were bringing up like the sexual abuse. Mm-hmm. What do you think of that storyline? I thought it was well done. How about you? Some reviewers didn't like it. What did you think of it? It's, okay. I think where Sam Lee really shines is in the Kilig moments. So I felt like I said that there were so like many themes that they wanted to touch on, but it wasn't given proper time. So it was hard for me to get invested in this subplots because at the end of the movie, I was like, "Was this Ace's journey? Was it a coming of age story? Was it Janice? Was it a love story? Was it about the sexual harassment thing?" Um, was it about their journey to a volleyball championship? So there was like a lot of things going on. Because all of these were like resolved so quickly for me. That's how I felt. Kaya nung like their volleyball championship, that was a very long scene, right? Oh wow! Okay. Thing. I was Talk like, I don't really, yeah, I don't really care if they won or not. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like there wasn't enough story there to back it up right like why should i care so much if they win this or not but overall i think this was like ace's journey that would really tie it all up but yeah i felt like there were just so many things that they wanted to touch on like i felt like it kind of suffered a little bit in terms of the storytelling because we had to jump on these subplots and then it had to be resolved and we move on to the next so one moment jana was bullying Ace, and then the next moment they're like they're together <laughs> so um medyo ala lang yung jump lang for me was very fast and if they wanted Sana to focus on sexual harassment i, I just thought lang na could have been given uh, more attention more time rather than 
yung ano nila, yung game nila. In the last scene. So, yun lang. Pero, yeah, it's it's good that they, you know, they tackle these things. I'm not saying they should not, shouldn't have. Very, ano lang, rushed for me. But, you said that uh, you liked how they handled it. So, that part. Well, yeah. so, this is my thing. Mm-hmm. There were stronger subplots than others. Mm-hmm. The thing is, I very much agree with you. With with direct Samantha Lee's work, how I see it is she has a this greatness in telling stories that what we experience in life as mundane, but there's like this very seductive quality when she does it. When when she something so simple can be very heartfelt, mm-hmm. or something so simple can bring back so many memories. Like she can give like nostalgia. Um, you know, such such a thing, like such a theme in, in a lot of her movies, and she does it very well here again. Like, talagang it brought me back. There's there are certain moments that it gave me a surge of just like joy just watching it. Mm-hmm. Something as simple yeah. as a Ferrero chocolate, or just you know how how she does like some of the pacing and the cinematography and just building up like the relationship of of the two that really felt like oh the first butterflies in your stomach like very very like how you would feel about first love which is like very innocent she really can bring that nostalgia in mm-hmm. you know especially with this film it really brought you back to like your crush your first love you know and when you realize things when your heart drops when you know, nagdedelulo ka bang luwala, luwadan yung crush mo, um, yung feelings sa school when when people tease you, mm-hmm. um, all of that. She 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 brings a cinematic appeal to nostalgia, and it there's always like this this um there's this warmth when when she portrays it and she does that very very well and yes. I was pretty invested in like the romance aspects of this film and we can talk more about that especially based on. Pat and Aya's performances. Mm-hmm. Um, that said, I, I thought, like like you, there are things that were just kind of tied tied up very quickly. Mm-hmm. Parts I really, I really thought, like the sexual abuse part was was done well. The rest, not so much. I, you know, like the the, the daddy issues, mommy issues, were all just resolved quickly. Mm-hmm. Like we had the dad asking for forgiveness. And then later on, insisting that she wears like, you know, mom's dress. Yeah, um, yeah I was like, okay. <laughs> uh, you know, just just things like that. Um, I I also, this is going to sound really, you know, um, bad, but it, and I don't mean it in in a way that I'm criticizing the film in in in, in such a bad way, but. I felt like the weakest aspect of the movie is the volleyball. Uh huh. I I felt like I got to see those characters, the worst coach ever. <laughs> More like a stage mom slash cheerleader than an actual coach. <laughs> I felt like the like the climax, and that's the thing. It's a climax of like the volleyball uh, game, the match. Mm-hmm. It was almost a struggle for me to get through. Yeah, like I like to be very conscious and like you need to keep watching this, mm-hmm. um, and that I think a lot of it's like sports movies is just very hard to film, mm-hmm. it's very hard to do, especially with the limited cinemalaya budget. You can see that they didn't even have an audience watching them. 
Mm-mm. And that for me is very distracting because volleyball in the Philippines is so huge. You can be a flop team and someone will watch you. So, yeah. but I understand there's budget constraints. You're you're in Cinemalaya and it's an indie circuit. Um, but there was just like focus on, you know, like that final volleyball scenes um, that I felt like it could be shortened. I could trade some of those scenes to just giving me the buildup yeah, of exactly. in Janet's romance. So this I is know, the thing. right? I was like... This is the thing for me, okay? When we're talking about like an ulam, you should an MSG for that extra flavor, whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> for me, in any love story, straight, sapphic, gay, whatever, for me, what what really is that MSG for it is the buildup. Yeah. This one the build up and I was like I want more Mm-mm. you know I want Jana realizing her feelings I want it no. like you know yun din yung ano ko medyo parang din ako na kulangan yeah because it's 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 there the romance is there and Mm-mm. I love their chemistry because their chemistry is not like the smoldering type that within like their first glances you, you'll you see it but it grows on you yeah. you, you see like the connection there and I said it in my Twitter review Aya Fernandez can really sell the hell out of love. I've been a cynic lately, mm-hmm. but when you watch her, you're just like, yeah, yeah, well, must I am in love? Because she really plays it off very, very well. Mm-hmm. The way she looks at, you know, um, Ace's character, you can see her falling in love right there. You can see, um, you know, the that this person is someone that she adores. Like she, she really portrays that very well. Yeah, and it's in contrast with someone like you know, the, the awkward ace. So in a way, I, I see why she's Ace's muse. I see why, you know, even as an audience, we all fall, with, you know, with, with Ace for, for Jana. Um, mm-hmm. Just with the way, of course, Samantha Lee took those shots of, of Aya. It looks very, very beautiful. Um, but also just the way Aya portrays it. It's all in her eyes. Uh, and I, I said it in the review. It's like her eyes speak volumes of like confession and so much fervor. Parang nga siyang, totoo yun, sinasabi ko na naalala ko si Piolo Pascual sa kanya. Kasi Piolo can really play the wow. hell out of something. Ganun si Aya. Like, in everything that I see of her, even if, like, say she's... She's a very good act. actress, diba? We also yeah. talked about her this is Stand in Love, right? That was yeah. a very short episode, very but good she at, really like, showed... Romance. Yeah, very good portrayal. <laughs> the main draw for me, yeah. she was the one that really stuck stuck through for me on, mm-hmm. on that one. Um... So for me, they already have like that weapon in a way with with Aya Fernandez playing this muse, this le- leading lady in 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 the movie, like the love interest, and we have their chemistry. And Pat's like, you know, she has just a very endearing quality. That's her magnetic quality about her. Mm-hmm. She's like teddy bear, na parang bismualagaan, megano. So it's like a very perfect formula to to build that romance. And I felt like, man, if you just cut down those volleyball scenes, even just like. <laughs> two minutes and mm-hmm. give like a little bit of the buildup before they start like you know fun fun kiss yeah <laughs> um i i would have you know i i felt like it would have been stronger mm-hmm. but that's me as an audience um for me talaga yun ang ano ko eh, main main draw ko yung build up mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. iba yung kilig ng build up to yeah. the relationship um it's kind of like when i recently watched the rain in España which is a Viva One series. It's like a Wattpad to, you know, series type of show. 
and I was I was really into it when it was the build up and then when naging sila it got super boring for me <laughs> so sometimes talaga yun yung parang draw na love story for me mm. you, you need to kind of show like how how it grew Rather for me, I was very curious about how Jana felt. Because how did she go from like bullying this chick? Yeah. What did you see? You know, just things like that. I, I wanted. Oh, you say parang I, I also wanted, wanted more of it. Like squeeze yeah. out of it. I wanted you know? to see more of that because what was the switch that happened that made Jana like fall for her? Deba. You know, byon. But the last is a Ferrero joke. Okay. Hindi <laughs> pero this is um also. A testament then with sa ano sa skills ni Samantha Lee because the killing scenes were really, de ba? Kait kulang kait kulang sa build up parang you really was like um ramdam pa din yung ano niya. It was very effective, yeah. right? So imagine if effective. the build up was much longer. I think the effect of those scenes would be ten times better. Oh, for sure, de ba? And the fact was there already, mm-hmm. you know. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying it. Yeah. Kaya nga sabi ko, talagang really <laughs> she shines when it comes to those yeah. moments. When it comes kasi to talagang, composing those scenes. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, for me, the way she composed those scenes, it really brought me back. Mm-hmm. It's almost like I was homesick for like that past. You know, that's that's how she, she did it. May naalala ka ba, Amber? In a way, like, yeah, yeah, meron. Like, it... it <laughs> And that's the power of her storytelling and yeah. the power of her directing. Mm-hmm. Um, it it really brought me back, and it's like what lingers afterwards. And it's it's just you know it's kind of like how I I, I felt when watching like those old star cinema movies mm-hmm. when like pero sina Claudine Rico Bida or kaya sina Marvin Julina Bida. Yeah. But you know, with them, we we this is told through like a um a young queer woman's point of view. Mm-hmm. So it's it's refreshing. It's remarkable. In, in those aspects. Um, Alam magaling talaga siya dyan. Kasi napansin ko din siya yeah. with, even before, with baka bukas, yung mga, mm. the scenes, uh, the way that she composes them. She's yeah. a prolific director, right? She's actually probably like our only director that really pushes for these stories to be told. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and this is like, she's an expert at, at this, which is like, mm-hmm. making like the most simple things that one would feel, like one would experience in life, but make it Cinematic, yeah. romantic, seductive. Mm-hmm. She just Yun. has a make of like simple moments. Yeah, it's cinematic, grand, cinematic, yeah. and it's and like very relatable, heartfelt. It it mm-hmm. brings in all the emotions. But really, these are all things that we experience. Yeah, um, and it's a testament to her directing and her storytelling. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, just I guess we just wanted a little bit more, just a little bit of just a little squeeze. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but. That's that's how I I I I felt um about it. But and I also appreciate too that you know for a sapphic film it doesn't bring up the usual you know homophobia. Yeah. You know, once against them because they're together, it doesn't bring up the usual compet pairs. Not that I'm saying that sapphic films are are all supposed to be fluffy. Mm-hmm. Um. I'm all for that because there's like this debate that oh don't you want like important topics to be tackled mm-hmm. I think two things can coexist yes important things can be tackled but also you like a fluffy um, yeah. romance too. and thank god <laughs> they didn't include you because like I said there's like so many <laughs> <laughs> so many topics that they wanted to shed light on right? yeah. so yeah so 
I I thought that was um great too that it's not like another you know rich mm-hmm. man's daughter in a book book in series <laughs> something like that. So I don't think that's her style. I've never, never had you know parang soapy. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm just. Nah, no. <laughs> In these styles, in Samantha So, yeah, this is <laughs> Thank actually God. brought in by um, Nat Hadawne, mm-hmm. who is Antoinette Hadawne's sister. This mm-hmm. is her first time like screenwriting. And this is her first time. Okay. This is also first time like Samantha's like collaborating with someone mm-hmm. um, for for the writing. And I, oh, I, I heard like she really, you know, kind of researched on the volleyball culture. So that's why the part about the sexual abuse is actually something that she got from the interviews with different volleyball players. Mm-hmm. Um, and and again, uh, some parts of the script I thought was very strong, and especially the nostalgic aspects, the romance aspects, and just the coming of age. Yeah. I, I just thought that, you know, with all the subplots, you could have shortened a bit of that or like lessen it a bit mm-hmm. to really focus on the coming of age romance film. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. But, Mm-hmm. Does that make it a bad film? No. I still recommend it. Yes, you know, um, some people are like, oh, puro kayo reklamo hindi. Hindi. Nagandahan kami, pinanood na. <laughs> pinanood namin I, I nine like times. <laughs> no, I like the film. Um, I, I thought it was uh, pretty strong. Um, mm-hmm. It's just, you know, it's it's definitely much stronger than Baka Bukas, I think, um, for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, really? Story-wise. Ako just, parang I, I, chemistry. I liked Baka Bukas better. For me. Yeah. For yeah. me, yeah. For me lang. Iba bukas for me kasi parang minsan parang Uniqlo ad. Parang kulang <laughs> sa puso for me. And yeah. I thought like Luis and Jasmine just didn't have that much chemistry. That mm-hmm. was like the hardest yeah. for me. It's been a long time with, though. With this, two, with this two, I thought like the chemistry was definitely there. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's 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 how I, I, I saw the film. I, 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 I really appreciate the nostalgia and just how yeah. Simple, mundane things can be cinematic, and that's the magic mm-hmm. of direct Sam's work. Yeah, so it definitely was. It wasn't like we're not saying all these these things because we're saying that it's a bad movie. You know, it's not. No, I don't think it's so. Not at a all. bad it's movie. Not... There are just some things. Of course, naman we can't just in the podcast. I've always been very honest about our opinions. Oh, so very <laughs> so, Um. We just say whatever is in our minds. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Um, What's overall, your overall score for it? I would give it like a six out of ten. Oh really? Yeah. I'd, I'd, give, I'd it give it like six out of ten. A... It was like. I'll me, give it an eight. An eight. Okay. Yo, yun nga lang. Pero sa akin lang kasi it was hard for me to really get invested um, in the characters because yeah. of like there's just so many things that's happening. I felt I just felt like it was a bit rushed on some parts, and like you said, I wanted more from the buildup of the relationship between mm-hmm. Jana and Ace, because they had like a talk one night, and somehow it resolved all the issues. To it be, resolved Jana's issues. I feel like I'm going to go mental telepathy and then I'll She was such a bully in the beginning. It was like, I just wanted to justify it. And I wanted that transition just wanted, like, justified. Um, you know, I, just I just wanted that moment, like kind of like, you got to believe 
when Rico Yan realized that he loved Claudine, yeah. when she was just napupunas ng pawis, tapos may tuktog niya, I'm falling for you. And you got it, that this jerk is feeling things for her and started like acting a little differently. I just wanted like even just two minutes of that. I think it would really like change the whole dynamic of the yeah. film. That's just my take. Um, you know, and and yeah, ironically for a volleyball film, the weakest aspect is volleyball, but it's yeah. still worthy of a watch. I think, it was, especially of course for that. I would still say that you should, yeah. you know, especially after watch prom it. scene. The after mm-hmm. prom scene for me is like classic almost Mm-mm. in in my eyes. You know, the basketball mm-hmm. after the prom. Yeah, yeah. Um, very that well scene. shot. Uh-oh. The composition is so romantic. Um, and again, like it really brings in like the warmth of of their chemistry. Mm-hmm. So, like for my friends, they probably watch it like I, I'm not kidding, like twelve times more. Oh, I. Just, you know, I heard Discord. We always do this, by the way. We like we we always like. Well, I have like long distance friendships <laughs> with people from the Philippines. So one of our activities is like movie night let's do discord you know Mm-mm. and sometimes i'm the one sharing an amazon watch party sometimes it's them um you know and they ask like what my rewatch factor is i don't think i could rewatch the whole thing if anything i'll just forward it to the <laughs> parts that i like <laughs> yeah I, I don't think it for me it doesn't really have like a big rewatch factor but that's just me. yeah it's just how I am, but I would definitely rewatch a lot of the scenes that I loved. Mm-hmm. Um, and for me, it was really like the after prom scene. Um, Chaka yung Jane going like, quit kana. Quit kana. Sorry, Jane. Yun lang, yun lang yung gusto kong like nakita sana. Where did yung from that point of Jana to the yeah, basketball sweet and, scene, the ba? Like, how did we and I get think there? It will cha- like it will make such a change in the film too. If even just two minutes. Yes. Of Jana just realizing, kadi talaga. I I feel like got to believe yeah. has like that. You know, yeah, I think that the film struggled <laughs> with like ano yung subplots that they would give attention to. Some subplots naman doesn't have to be resolved. Eh. Kuno ari yeah. kahit iniwan na lang nila yung tatay na ganun lang. Eh. It was in the Philippine movies. I don't know why we always have to resolve everything. It's not like that in life. <laughs> That's why one of the things I liked about Hello, Love, Goodbye is like Joy's family is messed up. It's fucked up. And mm-hmm. it stayed fucked up. Because it's like that. When a dynamic is fucked up, it's going to be fucked up. It, yeah. it doesn't just go one day that the dad will realize that I'm, I, it's okay. Or mom will realize it's okay. It's usually like that. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes I, I, I feel like in Filipino f- films and TV shows, parang kailangan everything's in a neatly bowed like package. Yeah. Na parang kailangan you tie all the loose ends. Mm-hmm. But sometimes loose ends are loose ends. Like, you know. Um, yeah. Parang you relationship lang dynamic. yan. <laughs> 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 May hugo. Wala na, wala mo dyan. Loose ends are loose ends. Amber. Si Aya na nagbenta sa akin ulit ng mga relationship na yan. <laughs> um but yeah that's that's just my 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 take um, yeah. overall so for me it's a 6 uh, out of 10 for you it's an 8 out of 10 8 out of yeah. 10 yeah so, if i'm going to be rewatching rank number 1 would be sleep with me second is baka mm-hmm. bukas and third would be this one i think my favorite sam lee 
would be Sleep With Me at this point. How about you? Billy and Emma, one. Okay. I haven't seen Billy and Emma. Ito number, ito number two. Okay. Very close number three, Sleep With Me. I think, like, both both of them have, like, the same issues. Mm-hmm. And for me naman, na, ang problema ko, bigla na wala na lang si Dobby Poe. Tapos, <laughs> oh, parang okay na. Um, Ayun nga. Yeah. Parang may, may ganon siya, no? Um, Medyo may ganon siya when it comes to her movies. Ano, yung bigla na lang. Uh, yeah, yung nga, parang feeling ko ba yun yung experience niya. Maybe she's just like, you know, that, 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 that cute. Maybe it's her and, experience, right? It's her experience. I, yeah. You know, hindi kami kasing cute ni Derek Sam. Maybe, yeah. I, I guess. Kasi kami matagal. Away, <laughs> hindi madadaan sa Ferrero. Pag binigyan ko ng Ferrero, sabihin, sis, thank you. Oo. So, ganun ni Derek ako. Sis, tawag sa'yo, sis. O-M. Uh, sis, thank you. Crush mo ba yung basketball player doon? Yan ang mangyari sa <laughs> Which reminds me, like, you know, there, but, you know, even though I, I criticize this this film, and again, I still enjoyed it. I gave it 8 out of 10. There are a lot of things that I appreciate about it. I think that's a pretty high, you uh, know, no, rating. Oh, for me? I know you. I mean, we it, support, it, but, it, you know. It's just, just interesting seeing where the landscape is when it mm-hmm. comes to, like, representation in like this type of storytelling again Samantha Lee is always at the forefront for like this very sensitive uh, storytelling yeah. for this normalizing um, this type of storytelling kaya nga sinabi ko sa review ko ganun pala yung feeling kasi we usually don't really have you know sapping love stories told this way mm-hmm. na yung kasi ito kasi feeling ko pina-relatable sa lahat na nagawa mm-hmm. ni Samantha mm-hmm. a lot of what her characters are very like hard to relate to. Usually for me, when I watch mm. her movies, usually her character is like you know work in marketing or you know have like <laughs> so cool of a job or you're hot like lovey na you know boys and girls just throw themselves at you. <laughs> it's very hard to relate to a lot of her characters. But this, I think, the reason why this one has sentimentality for me is just because Mm-mm. the the characters are just much more closer to home for me. Yeah. Um, which means I'm a mere mortal. Hindi ko siyempre hindi ko lang kumuha si Lovey Poe na mag-aagawan uh, yung mga <laughs> lalaki ng bahay sa akin. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, I, I really appreciate that she's at the forefront of, mm-hmm. of you know, just sort of this, you know, normal normalizing And just these type stories for Consistently um, producing, di ba? Coming out yeah. with these projects. Always... And we're very grateful mm-hmm. for that. Outside of Sam Lee's work, we still have a long way to go. And I was yeah. ranting you about were. this, right? You, <laughs> like, sa Twitter DMs pa lang. Because, you know, actually, the mainstream is kind of catching on. I think they're seeing that, you know, might affect yung mga the gap ng Thailand and everything. Yeah. So, sometimes I notice, like, with networks um, and also the bigger companies... They've been pushing for much more of like that sapphic um, love angle. We talked about in our previous episode with McDonald's, right? Yes. Having, you know, two women for um, you know, their their commercial. Mm-mm. Um, it's a and it's a cute love story. So again, there's more of a mainstream push, but let's tackle some of the mainstream pushes then. Yeah. Right. So we talked previously in an episode, yung si Leon and Olga. Played by yeah, before. Janice Belen and Andrea Del Rosario. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I told you, like, abangan natin and where it will head. Yeah. And then you're like, parang 
tumahimik yung Twitter bigla. Yeah. Sa, Because I haven't, I haven't uh, really been watching Dirty Linen. And, but I know that there is like a sapphic pairing there. Yun nga, Leolga. And we, we, like you said, we talked about it on our last podcast. Yeah. And, and I'm kind of like following it because of Twitter. And yeah. I would see like the buzz on Twitter and you would tweet about it. And then all of a sudden they're like, I, I, I thought that Dirty Linen was, was done. Like, as in, wala na because there was no one, like, talking about it. Like, in terms... Kasi, syempre, yung mga... Yung nasa timeline ko, yung mga, ano, ano? Yung mga Becky. Mga Vadengs, <laughs> yeah. Oo. Mga Vadengs. So, yeah. they stopped talking about it, tweeting about it. And even you, you haven't, like, yeah. tweeted about it for a long time. So, I thought Dirty Linen was, uh, was done. No, I just stopped talking about it. Yeah. It, so, what happened the to jump, the characters? It jumped the shark, one. <laughs> And two, like, it's, I was like, oh, that's like, are you guys gonna bring it since they're like, you know, they're not the, they're not the main characters. They're more mm-hmm. like, you know, sub characters more than anything. So Janice de Belen is like the wife of the main contributor, mm-hmm. John Arcelia. And this wife fell in love with her best friend, na matagal na pala may gusto sa kanya. And then may scenes, na kunwari magwawala si John Arcelia, papatayin sila, or try to kill the woman. All of that, just like the usual soapy shit. Um, and then, in the end, Janice returned to her husband, and then she tried running away from her husband. But that didn't really happen because they literally buried their gay. As in, they buried her alive. Oh, Okay. <laughs> It's like, and then like, you know, she became, and I almost think like their, their love so story. So they died. Oh, talaga, oh, pero talaga bury, talaga bury sila buhay ni John Arcelia and and so it's like literal bury your gay, Leona bury yeah. your gay, talaga. Um, you know, for me, like the the main issue is you know with with their queer portrayal. Yes, the kiss which is like a smack, na parang ano pa, very, ano, parang sabi nga ni Janice de Belen, parang yun lang, parang ayaw daw sila pakis talaga. Oo. Um, it, it just felt very much like parang yung sapphic angle was just to make her much more of a villain. Just to make her more controversial. Like, ooh, and she's bi at Uh-oh. the same time. Parang ganun. Uh-oh. Kasi she's already like the bad guy eh. So mm. parang, ooh, and then let's add this little bit. Makes her more, more interesting. And she's, Same. Make her more parang interesting that, as a villain. And... Yes, parang ganun. And, you know, for me, that doesn't really... Like, you know, this is not the kind of representation that we want. Mm-hmm. And it gets worse, too, later on, outside of Dirty Linen. Mm-mm. And I was just talking about a very good girl. Mm-mm. So, Which I am you... still... I want I want to watch that movie. But yun nga, saan ko na naman siya papanoorin. Spoiler ba kita? <laughs> yeah, go ahead, because... Okay. I see a so, lot of chatter on uh, Twitter um, about that movie. Um, actually, mixed reviews. Some people really like it. Some people are like, meh about it. But one thing that they are um, agreeing on was like, very good performances from Catherine and, of course, Miss Dolly de Leon. I thought Catherine like, carried that film. Mm-hmm. I thought it was her. Like, it, it, like it's a different... You had a performance, but you you see her strip out her heart and soul into this film. Like, mm-hmm. talagang she gave it her all. If there's going to, parang 
she really squeezed it all out. Parang pigang-piga niya talaga. Um, she, she brought us to the abyss and back. Like talagang, wow, woo, wow <laughs> intense. Like it was an intense um, performance. Uh-uh. You know, with this film though, ang um, um, main issue ko is, you know, it's it's told through Catherine's point of view and wanted to be like promising young woman and all these other things that they wanted to tackle about. Like it's, you know, how, how the poor doesn't, deserve justice they can't afford justice all of that and it really didn't want it really didn't know where it would be is it going to be a comedy is it a dark comedy is it a satire is it a drama like melodrama from the 90s that Sharon and Marisel mm-hmm. will do or is this going to be a revenge film it was all over the place like it didn't know mm-hmm. what voice it will tackle yeah but this is my review on a very good girl my main issue is the sapphic storyline in, in a very good girl. So um, Dolly's mm. um, character here is your typical kind of um, one-dimensional villain. Like Miranda Priestly, but just less fleshed out. Miranda uh. Priestly from Visible Wears Prada, but less fleshed out. Mm-mm. Much more one-dimensional. Just pure evil that will tell things like, you know, you know the poor cannot afford um, justice just things mm-hmm. like that like really uh, brought in suffering from like Catherine's character that's mm-hmm. the whole story and then they somehow get close and then as Catherine is so involved with her revenge she's also kind of replicating Dolly already this is like those kind of stories which is like I, I'm I'm basically selling my soul for this revenge um, type of movie mm-hmm. so you know Dolly's character is very very um, mean-spirited very vile and you know they all throughout the press releases kept saying that her and this newbie named Kauri did like something that's very surprising that it was very brave and it's for the craft mm-hmm. and like Kauri is such a good actress so I was really waiting for what what, what did Kauri do I want to know and she just kissed Dolly you know. <laughs> and, people were, and people were celebrating that. They're like, oh, and she kissed Dolly. And tapang tapang na ng star cinema. I she had so many curious. For, for what? Oh, and then let me explain how it gets ugly. <laughs> I had so many curious cat comments going like, tapang ng star cinema, now's our time. So I watched a very good a very good girl going like, okay, star cinema's gonna bring this up. I think we have like a sapphic pairing here. So, no. Trigger warning. I'm going to describe the scene. Mm-mm. If you know, if there will be some SA, um, so just skip probably at a certain time. Um, you know, probably skip this part. Um, but you know, this whole scene with Dolly was she had like basically an ancient dildo. Mm-hmm. Ask Katrine or Katrine's character, Philo, to you know, shove it in her. Mm-hmm. if you want money from me to save your friend's child because Katrin's like in dire need do this for me so it's basically sexual assault Mm-mm. and then the twist is Kaori who's one of Katrin's allies is actually on Dal- Dolly's side and while she was basically forcing um, Philo's character to do this to her Kaori comes in and they kiss right mm. and basically 
Dolly's character is a predatory lesbian. Mm. Very predatory. Um, it was very, you know, shown like with a lot of perversion. Showed like, you know, again the the gayness was shown to show how extra evil her character is. Mm. Yeah, because this... that's that's my question. Eh? Like, if that's how the character is, was it called for? Because but there has no, to be a reason wasn't. why like, she's we... like that. Or was it just like, because they wanted to why do was it? the sexuality why was sexuality even brought up at this point? Mm. Mm. For me, if they're really brave, as they say, Ang dapat binaklado yung character ni Kathleen who was single and was living with her best friend and mm. her best friend's child. Mm-mm. And trying nag-aalaga and they had dreams together that they're gonna buy a house and all of that. That one is like, it sounded queer-coded. But they mm-hmm. made sure that you don't queer-code it because they're always like, sis, ah, best, yeah. this, malalaki dito, sis. So, so like, just to make sure, na, oh, oh, don't think it's gay. You know? For me, that would have been brave kung, kung kahit implied mm. lang. Eh, kasi Pero baka yun, mas interesting kung si, ano, Dolly ang, ano, <laughs> kasi siya yung villain. <laughs> Hindi, like, kasi in the story, my... kasi baka siya yung villain. So, yung villain. make her queer. The thing, is, <laughs> the thing is, like, you know, we can't just accept every media that's given to us and call it brave. Just because nag-kiss doesn't mean it's mm. brave. Mm-mm. You know what I mean? It doesn't, it's not a yay for representation when they're <laughs> portraying us as a, you know, oh. predatory, pretty much, you know, Let's call it what it is. It's like a rapist. Mm-hmm. Sorry for the term, but that's yeah. what it was. And you know, for me, no offend the na all these people were telling me to watch it because kikiligin was a sapic stuff. And I'm like, are you serious? Because <laughs> there's nothing well sexual tension done. There's nothing like that because mm-hmm. it's it's portraying as a. So for me, when we consume media like this, we have to be very critical too. But before you got to that scene, was she portrayed as or hinted at um as queer? Pwede mo isipin kasi may scene doon mm. na parang pinahubad niya si Philo Mm-mm. and tinignan niya yung katawan. But that was it. Mm-mm. That was it. Um, You know, but you know, having someone kneel down, you know, do things to you that is against her will while yeah. you're kissing her, you know, her ally slash sister. It's just, you know, parang, I, I felt it was just for shock value. For me, I, I think we still have a long way to go. For mm. people that got excited going like, oh, see, they're doing it to a very good girl. That means we may have like TV shows that can feature this. No. <laughs> you need to consider what the portrayal is. That's why we need more people like Samantha Lee who's normalizing this. Yeah. Which makes it very different for another mainstream show in GMA7. The recently concluded Royal Blood, um, mm-hmm. which is like GMA's like number one show for a while. And then when once like Royal Blood ended, it's like all their ratings just fell through. Yeah. <laughs> <They're new. laughs> so um so this was Ding Dong Dante's show. It's like succession, but like about murder at the same time. Mm-mm. It's a very, very good show. It's an interesting show. But um, what drew me in some more 
is a another sabi nga ni Eli may humiliation king ako eh, is another um character who is, has daddy issues Uh-oh. who <laughs> drinks a lot of red wine and throws things around like Regina does and she's like super mean and like you know spoiled black sheep Regina yung character Regina's like I know an angel compared to Beatrice like she's such bitch like all throughout mm-hmm. um like sometimes she has a soft side that lures the audience in and yeah. like, she just has a lot of angst and you have to figure out what the hell her angst is why she's so mad at her dad why does she you know at some point wanted to kill her dad mm-hmm. um and you know she she was portrayed as this character who loves race cars who's like a drunk uh <laughs> just like your wild <laughs> Lahat na ng red black. flags red flags. Oh. Um, and then like yung mga scenes niya tipong mag-race car siya tapos ma- mahuhulog sa bangin yung race car and she still survives. But anyway, <laughs> that's it. Um, you know, with this character, that's actually a fan favorite. She was a fan favorite because mm. again, she's like that be the hunter be the like sometimes she's really evil but you see like some good sides and people find her funny yeah so parang she's not kasi one dimensional no no not one dimensional after a while even for me like she became my 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 fan like you know also my favorite my fan favorite um but i didn't i wasn't thinking of anything like sapphic or anything like that when 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 it was going on until we, we had to figure out why she was so mad at her father in the first place and why yeah. she, you know, why, why she's a, a, a suspect for, for killing her father. Um, and then we learned that she's like in the basement of a hospital. She has an, an ICU and like uh, a woman in, in bed that's like wired in, has all like the life support stuff. And we learned that she's bisexual. She has a girlfriend Mm-mm. in a coma. And the reason why she's in a coma was because her father, when the girlfriend and her fought, you know, when the girlfriend got injured, her father made sure that they will pull the plug somehow. So, yeah. So, but she saved her. She smuggled her in, you know, all of that. See, she's been, she's been faking her girlfriend's death to save her, basically, because her father, pretty sure her father would have killed her. That's what, you know, she's, she's sharing. Um, and the what a storyline <laughs> yeah yeah it was that twist was like everybody was like oh my god like that twist. so that was like the main reason why she hated her father yeah and okay. also why she was so suspicious she's always hiding something yeah she, she's always trying to keep something under wraps and then once you realize what her secret was which is the freaking body there in yeah. the hospital that like why her girlfriend that <laughs> she faked her death to save her um you know you're just like oh shit so that's why but i hope the so, girlfriend woke oh, up yes after all that they, were, they they ended up together uh she mm. got her end game um in the end um but of course there's like a twist that you know of course her girlfriend's been comatose for years that she slept with you know um her sister's husband out of spite just out of spite she, she's like that that's how she, no that's how she is she's crazy she's promiscuous um you know she she did it out of spite um because she hated her like 
it's like the most messed up family. It's like think of the Barretos and the Kardashians, but with murder. <laughs> that's that's how they 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 do each other. Like, ganon sila magattack sa isa't isa. Like parang di magkapatid. And like you know, there's a lot of like siblings going after the same partner in in the story. But this one, it wasn't love at all. She just did it to spite her sister. Um, because she thought like her girl wow. was not going. What to a character! <laughs> yeah, she is like, and and she's very hard to like read and all of that. Like, mm-hmm. but she got like a redemption arc. Mm-mm. Actually, the sleeping part was just revealed later on, like nung tapos na. So it wasn't like a big, you know, part yeah. of her story. It wasn't like her main. I wonder if group. this was really planned. No, from the very beginning, like, or really just developed. It. No, uh, this is where I'm going to talk about it. It wasn't planned, Mm-mm. so this is the thing. What happened? Why did they make so it? So the actress told the story um, during the StoryCon, and the StoryCon is not even like a full script yet. Mm-mm. She was reading like some of the scenarios, and she asked like the showrunner. She's like. You know, and this is um her name is Leanne Valentine. She's actually been in the business for a very very long time. Mm-hmm. She's actually in with Janella uh, in Oh My G, from mm. way back when. That's how I recognize. It's like those just the kid from Oh My G. I guess she's in GMA Seven now. But apparently, she's always been like jumping from one station to the next, but different story altogether. Um, but you know, one of one of the questions that was asked was like, oh, so. How did it came about? Because the Sarah B storyline, that's her nickname. Her name is Beatrice, but everybody calls her B. Um, was, you know, as Megan Young said, like everybody was holding on to their dear life to make, to see what's going to happen next with the Sarah and B storyline. Especially when that twist came in. And, um, you know, when the actress talked about it, she said, you know what? That's not actually originally planned. This is mm-hmm. how it happened. They were at the story con. And she saw like the scenario, which is B, she was doing all of these things for a girl. And so she asked the the showrunner, the head writer, hi, sir, RJ. So just to make it clear, po, by si B, girlfriend niya si Sarah. Kasabit ng writer. Hindi. Friend niya lang. Kasabit ni Lian. Huh? Talaga ba? And then, Napaisip daw yung writer when he was looking at her. He said, kung gusto maisipin ng ganun, yung, you know, motivation mo as a character, edi go. And then <laughs> she said, she said, I know it's kind of, you know, like they're scared, but she actually convinced him, itry lang natin. Mm-hmm. So how did she do it? Grabe actor to, ha? that's why I was like, yeah. yo, <laughs> Let's do two two different scenarios. And, and like this is when we introduce Sarah's character. You have a you 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 one scenario is you're gonna treat her like a sister and a best friend. Mm-mm. Okay, and then cut. Next scenario, different nuances, and you know, and then she's like, "Okay, I asked my co-star for consent. 
Can I kiss you? Can I kiss your hand? Can I kiss your forehead? Can I kiss your cheek? Can I say these things? And like Coaster is like, yeah, yeah, let's go. Um, so that's what she did. And they submitted both um, scenarios to GMA, both versions. And GMA chose the gay version. Mm-mm. And that's when they knew that's where they the story was going. <laughs> yeah. So, and then like, you know, she talked about you know, just asking consent sa co-star niya kasi maraming yung mga scenes na halikan niya habang tulog. <laughs> so, um, Which is very important. Then, consent yeah, is very yeah, important. Yeah, consent is very important. It's <laughs> having a green flag. That's, that's how you are as, as actors. Um, but in in the end, she got the end game and she said it was very, very dear to her heart that it that they listened to her, that there was a creative process. Mm-hmm. And she did this for her character and also to the audience because she knows the impact that it was having in the audience too. Um, but it was her idea before it even got to the audience. It was apparently all her idea. Mm-mm. And they listened to to her. And it paid off because it was actually one of like the biggest like parang twist in the story. And like everybody... Like, talagang I think pati so. Because versus like, there was just so much emotional investment for it to be just her friend. Had... She was pointing out that it just looks so gay. Yeah. She's like, yeah. what would you do? It, all... But it made <laughs> all the sense in the world, Siguro, and had a bigger impact. Kind of followed the plot through your <laughs> Twitter. Yeah. I, I, so, I, I don't have to, like, with these shows, I don't have to actually watch them. I just need to go to your timeline. <laughs> And just like read all your tweets and reviews for each of the episodes, and I'm kind of following that. I feel like sometimes kailangan ako bayaran ng royal blood because I feel like I got a lot of people into it. Yeah, you did actually. The Baklasi B storyline, I think a lot of people started tuning in. Um, you know, but it wasn't like a perfect love story because, of course, like her girlfriend was comatose, and a lot of like their scenes together were like flashbacks. Yeah, but but it wasn't. So, so much that it was more like, but just for, for me, the fact that like, it was canon, yeah, it was, like it a was big canon, deal. <laughs> and your fan favorite ended up being queer, yeah, and she acknowledges it. I think she says it; it's very mm. explicit. She goes, "I love you, love, yeah. um, you know, wala na kontrabida sa buhay natin, yeah, love you, um, I am sorry, I miss you, I love you." Love. Love ang tawaga. So, mm. parang very explicit. Hindi lang siya queer-coded. Kung yes. Kumbaga, So, Uh-oh. like, ganyan, wala kumbaga, nang parang, pa, tumpik-tumpik pa. wala nang, ano pa. <laughs> They're together. They're together. So, and, you know, and, and she also talked about it, tunari, as a character. She'll she'll talk about it to Ding Dong Dantes' character, who's like her bastard brother, who she thought, like, Ding Dong Dantes' character will just kind of announced this to the world. And basically, Ding Dong Dantas' character said, you know what? Ikaw lang may karapatan magkwento ng storya na to. Ikaw mm. lang may karapatan magsabi nito. Hindi, wala akong sasabihin kahit kanino. Mm-mm. And I was like, oh, it's about yeah. like, her story to tell. That's the mm-hmm. message of the show. And also, there's another one about how she's like keeping her and why she's hiding her in like this secret ICU thing. And even though her dad's dead, and she said because she won't have rights to her healthcare, which is true. This is the Philippines, and recognizing partners, she won't have rights to her healthcare. Just things like that. Okay. Yeah. So what makes different from like what we saw? In I like that it's very detailed, and everything has some kind of like a reason behind it. 
Yeah. Because I think yeah, she... some of the shows that we have, sometimes, yun nga, with, sometimes just for shock value, diba? Or sometimes mm-hmm. they just want it, you know, just because. They just put it in the scene, just put it in the mm-hmm. story, and even before, diba? This is al- always one of my, ano, um, pet peeves, uh, diba? You know me. Yeah. <laughs> I've always yeah. talked about this. I don't like it when there's, like, something in the plot or in the story that's just existing, Without any reason, mm-hmm. right? And hearing this, and I'm I'm glad that it's you know detailed like that that it actually yeah. has, you know that the characters only, the characters had motivations for doing things. And even if yes. it developed later on, they still were able to tie it together within the story, and it yeah. didn't feel like um, it was. It was part of a trend. It was part yeah. of the story. Yeah. And, you know, I really appreciated that part when he's like, why are you still hiding her? Mm-hmm. Dad's dead. And you can There's you can actually a valid reason for that. And then when she yeah. explained <laughs> about healthcare in the Philippines, won't allow her to make decisions yeah. for her or, like, pay which, for her stuff. Yeah, which and made all sense. It's like, oh, yeah. And she's like, we can't be a family, but I'm her only family. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you know, that's, that's my love right there. And I was like, oh, wow. I was like, that's... Which, okay, which brings me to, like, what makes it very different? What the showrunner here, here his name is RJ Nuevas, to what he did as opposed to, like, what Onat Diaz did or what A Very Good Girl um, did. So, for me, what they did in terms of, like, Dirty Nin and um, A Very Good Girl is they use sexuality as merely, like, a facet of a villain, a shock factor, Mm-mm. right? Kay Beatrice, it was her most human aspect. It was actually her the most, parang, it's the part that like showed, na, you know, there's humanity in this girl that mm-hmm. she's actually like, you know, someone that's just loving, kaya siya parang suspect. Mm-hmm. It, it, it showed, a, it, it was a main part of the storyline. A lot of like, the things moved because of, and yes, it's not like the best love story because again, most of the time na kay guy babae. Pero, I think just having, you know, that, that uh, a main character, a fan favorite at that. One of the main characters, sure, because it's yeah. an ensemble. And it's a very big main character. And lots of screen time. Talking about lots of screen time. Um, the fact that the main character, a fan favorite, is queer woman. Mm-hmm. And her queerness was not used as like some sort of shock value or some sort of like, oh, I'm doing it for the craft or like um you know ang brave or mm-hmm. you know let's make her more of a villain but for me what was touching there is that was the show what was that that's what showed her humanity Mm-mm. and that's the kind of like representation we want yeah you know that's that's the part which is like normalizing it like actually hindi naman main story rin yung pagka badini beatrice it's Mm-mm. just one of her facets too so sometimes kasi more than GLs. I just want more main characters too that are queer. Mm-hmm. And this happens to be queer too. Like, a, you know, Mare, um, main action character siya. But her sexuality is like, say, queer. And that's fine too. Hindi naman siya kailangan lagi maging parang, as we call it, quote-unquote GL. Period. For me, we need to be very discerning too about <laughs> the things that we celebrate as a good representation in in like so i thought what rj and Webus did and really leon valentine did um was 
was very good. That's the type that I would like to see more in the mainstream. Mm-hmm. Sana lang hindi ganun ka strict ang NTRCP. <laughs> Kasi may mga kinatatagkis. <laughs> As usual. Ah, talaga? Hmm. Parang may sinasabi siya marami pang mga kiss na nagpaalam siya. Sabi ko, di naman pinakita lahat yun na. <laughs> <laughs> ano, YouTube version? <laughs> ah, wala. Eh, wala. wala. <laughs> as natin, as natin. Gusto nga makita lahat ng deleted, pati yung ano yung parang sis, best friend type of thing. And it's the funniest thing kasi, you know, some of the straight audience was still like denying. Even with all the lovey-dovey chat. Sabi nila, ano um, lang yan, baka a boss-employee relationship. Mm-hmm. Sabi ko, boss mo, halikan ka sa kamay, <laughs> tsaka sa doko. Halik-halikan ka. Love tawag sa'yo. <laughs> Love tawag sa'yo. <laughs> Para Regina and Lord. Sabi ko na, pero ito hindi bitchless loser. Sabi ko, hindi ka tulad ni Regina. Ito talaga napatula na employee. <laughs> Well, at least. Very interesting, ah. Uh, yung creative process nila and the writing process. Yeah, that's what she said. It was, like, a very rewarding creative Mm-mm. collaboration. Mm-mm. Because usually, though, other writers would have just completely dismissed her. Yeah. And then, when she saw, like, the character, too, na parang nilagay lang kontrabida, she's like, you know what? I'll make her own world. I'll make Mm-mm. her, you know, impactful. And she did. Yeah. And all, like, great actress. What's her um, name? Leanne Valentine. Leanne Valentine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I haven't... Uh, she has an upcoming show with Claudine yeah. Barrett. Is this her first show? No. She's been in the business for a long time, but she's one of those who started off mm-hmm. as a child actor and never got a gig afterwards. Ah, uh, okay. <laughs> like, tr- trying to get a gig but can't yeah, really get a gig. for her for getting into And then, you know, she started with Poy Sa Langit. That's mm-hmm. like one of those kabit storylines. So, napansin siya doon with Maricel Laksa and Zorin Legaspi. And then, pero again, it's an afternoon show. So, yeah, audience is afternoon. But this is her first like big primetime show and like kind of gave her the spotlight and mm-hmm. lang siya talaga napapansin na parang, oh she's a good actress from what I've seen of her too the fact that she pushed that storyline talaga I'm like whoa grabe yeah. lalo sinabi niya hindi try natin and then pinagbigyan na lang siya by giving her two versions kasi mm-hmm. I, I get it probably the writer was scared if the execs are going to be like mm-hmm. all for it or not pero imagine you know you you had you know the the writers agreeing to it even the creative team, the prod, to do two versions. May hirap gawin niya. Uh-oh. Magastos. Diba? Those hours are counted. Uh-oh. So, yeah. It's good that they're those... open to it. Yeah, so gumawa na sila ulit ng parang TRMD, pero walang bugbuga. Since open na open naman pala sila. <laughs> it's long overdue. Nice. So, those are like, the differences. So, like, you know, Very we just talked about like different differences. <laughs> So, the good, like Rookie, Mm-mm. Royal Blood, then there's Bad. Bad Dirty representation. <laughs> Dirty is there, is there anything that's girl. upcoming? Pero like... mas mag... Wala pa eh. Mm-mm. I don't know yet. I haven't seen anything yet. Pero abangan ko na yung mga ibang GMA shows. Kasi bigla sila may sulpot na biglang sapik. <laughs> bigla lagi eh. <laughs> Oo. Sana wala yung projects. And, well, uh, we're grateful for directors like Samantha Lee, who's been, I think, only one of the consistent ones 
yeah. when it comes to sapphic films and queer mm-hmm. films. So at least we have her. Because imagine if Samantha Lee's not part of the industry. It's like I think we need just a more. Is there anyone else like like there. her? Na parang queer director or Meron, creatives si, uh, na talagang they would like churn out uh, projects uh, consistently. Si, 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 um, si Sigrid Bernardo. She does a lot of like queer stuff. Um, like you know, she did yung huling chacha, mm-hmm. and like Lulu. Yeah, but it's like hindi kasi hindi yeah. lang kasi ano no. Hindi lang kasi prolific yeah. ni and yeah. Pero I I know that's like some of like her 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 thing. Mm-mm. Pero I I don't know. For me, major hit or miss siya. Like I really enjoyed um you know um Tulung Chacha then like Lulu. So mm-hmm. hit or miss siya. Yeah. Pero par yeah, yun lang parang dalawa lang. Tapos yung Uh-oh. mga gay movies, and dami. Actually, ABS is better portraying like yung gay love, yung men, yung sa men. Mm-hmm. Right now, I'm watching a show called Senior High. Tapos, grabe yung build-up nila sa sexual tension ng two boys. Yeah? It's on story. free TV or is it on It's on online? free TV. Oh, okay. Free TV. And it's well done. Si Zedjan, yung si Ding. Si Ding yung isa sa mga bading. <laughs> si Ding. <laughs> Si Ding, tsaka um, this newbie's name is Migi Jimenez. Mm-hmm. And nakakatawa, si Migi Jimenez and Lian Valentin were both from this children's show called Tropang Pochi. Tapos ang joke namin sa isang group chat na meron ako is like, now pareho na sila bading sa prime Uh-oh. time. Because everybody remembers them as this, this, these kids. And they're Uh-oh. like, oh, like now pareho na silang parang bading na bading sa free TV. Ayan <laughs> lang. So, ayun, we still have a long way to go, but that's why we're thankful for like, people like Samantha Lee. Mm-mm. And um, I thank Amber for always being up to date with these shows because I don't get to watch them. I don't get to watch them. It's... Anyway, I'm not really into teleseries naman, unless they're like queer people in them. <laughs> If you're curious at Royal Blood, I think they're going to release all the episodes on YouTube anyway. But <laughs> yeah. she was like, did you know that Beatrice Royale's character is really like so well written? Kahit pa may part siya na step with her mm-hmm. sister's husband, na walang kwenta naman. And, <laughs> you know, parang ano lang naman. Um, it wasn't important like Mm-mm. at all. Like he wasn't an important character at all. Like yung, he was so evil naman. Eh. You know, you know, at some point they're going to get rid of him. Um, and it wasn't like focused on that then, Mm-mm. so interesting. Even with all of that, like she was a very very interesting character, a very mm-hmm. well written character. Okay, and she's only twenty two years old too. 22? So feeling ko dal Gen Z, mm-hmm. bakas na nice manod ng mga sapi, kasi natingnan ko mga follow niya, daming mga sapi pairings. Daming mga ano? So medyo okay. mula tata. <laughs> oh no, medyo ano siya? Kasi sabi, yun nga yun sabi niya parang. You know, sure ka, parang girlfriend yung galaw eh. <laughs> Kasi yun nga, why would you make all those efforts to fake someone's death pa? Oo. Bayad ka pa ng million-million para sa anong IC yung nakatago. Pwede din, sister niya nga. <laughs> Hindi, Pero ano, they were going ano, for ano, the friend, a friend, no? They were going like BFF na uh, parang sis, gano'n, oh. that's what they meant. Not sister talaga. 
Oh. Oh, glad yeah. they made that decision. No, hindi ka uh, sa Darna, ano. Lagi nilang sinasabi habang <laughs> Bumalik na naman sa Darna. <laughs> but, of course, we support Jane and Janela. And if ever they do have a film, we're still here. Yes. To support it. And <laughs> Kasi probably ano kami. If that ever happens, if that wrong call us weak. and talks about what happens, we're still going to watch it. I still am very interested if it does happen. Sana, but, but I'm not holding my breath. I'm not holding my breath either. <laughs> but you know, if it's there, it's there. Yeah, so if you've listened this far, thank you so much for listening. And again, this is Tessa and I'm with Amber. You can follow us on Twitter. I'm not very much active on Twitter, but you can follow the podcast twitter at step podcast and amber you can follow her at alfea moves so and i'm gonna followers amber you have eight thousand na ata oh grabe ka influencer ka na talaga hindi hindi sabi ko dumagdag ng royal blood oh saka when i reviewed can't buy me love then and done pero i think darna did it oh darna for sure did it came there yeah pero like ano parang I think people just expect me to do reviews now yeah. all the time. But yun lang din. Just because kunwari, I I praised like a GMA show doesn't mean that I'm a network fan. Yun lang. Because sometimes people get disappointed that say I really like Royal Blood, but I would. And say, then no, you watch everything, kaya. Like you. I watch, watch everything, yeah. and I really look. <laughs> but at so it you like it, objective. you watch it. Doesn't mean. Yeah, and, doesn't I, matter and even if I don't network. like it. I'll check out like the first two episodes just for me to like have a feel if this is a keeper or not. Most mm-hmm. of the time they're not keepers, um. So yeah. yun lang. So what kind of fan? If yeah. I don't like all the shows, I'm not a network fan. Hindi ako. May mga nagsasabi ba na you're EBS a network or fan? GMA alt? Huh? Are there Marami. people? Like na nashashock sila ako marami if I like Royal Blood mm-hmm. and then suddenly you can't buy me love yung yung pinupuri ko or. I said Love Before Sunrise was like a very weak show and it was. Uh-oh. And man, he was so offended. And I'm like, well, what? Bayaran like, ka ata eh. I'm just a casual <laughs> fan. I wish. I wish. <laughs> you wish. So anyway, if you guys are interested in watching these shows, Rookie Film by Sam Lee is on Prime. Amazon Prime. And PH. there's student discounts too for Prime. Yes. So I know there are a lot of students that, you know, watch these things or want to watch these things. They have student discounts too, mm-hmm. um, you know, for for Prime. Not a perfect movie, but still highly recommended. But yeah, thank you so much for listening, everyone. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, we get to review more. Yes, <laughs> that's always what we say. Content. <laughs> yeah, well, I always keep a lookout if there's any content. Uh, and hopefully, hindi siya mga one-dimensional villains na shock factor lang ay sapik sila. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> yep. Okay. <laughs> Thank you, everyone. Thank you. Have a good day. Bye, guys.